you ever wonder why you attend networking event after networking event, hoping to find clients, and it just doesn't happen? Maybe you even consider yourself a professional networker, slash extrovert, slash friendly gal. Your network may be huge. You've got a lot of likes and followers, but nothing you do seems to move money out of other people's pockets into your own. Today, you're going to find out why. Welcome back to Why Are We Shouting? With me, Jill Salzman, here to help entrepreneurs get down to business. I want to talk to you about small business blunders, ways that entrepreneurs shine, and valuable lessons about growing your biz. This week, we get to know a mom entrepreneur who majorly messed up without even knowing it until it was too late. But she figured out why, and she hopes that you know yours. It's time for a big business blunder. Let's meet Antoinette Taylor, shall we? I first met her years ago when she showed up to one of the Founding Moms founding exchanges. She's a sprightly entrepreneur, always there to warm up the room and put smiles on everyone's faces. Ever meet somebody that seemed to be in the room just to make sure that you felt good? That's her. Antoinette's a multi-passionate entrepreneur, life coach, and inspirational speaker in the Chicagoland area. She's coached a whole lot of professionals who are transitioning to entrepreneurship. Her extensive sales background as a multi-million dollar producing realtor helps her to inspire her clients to take creative, strategic, and calculated actions to grow their businesses. She's also a mom of two big kiddos. One is an aspiring musician, and the other is a collegiate football player. Here's Antoinette. I started my real estate career almost 20 years ago, and it's been an incredible vehicle I've used to invest in myself and grow my other passion of life coaching and inspirational speaking. So as a coach, I help women shift their mindset to an empowering one, because I believe our mindset is everything. It's really the blueprint that we use to map out our success. I've also helped women break free from any self-imposed limitations so they can pursue whatever it is they desire and deserve. And that was a need that I had when I was starting my coaching practice years ago, which led me to creating a mini manual called The Art of Authentically Asking. Eventually, she had such great experiences being in the room with all of these mom entrepreneurs that she decided to run a founding exchange for herself. During her tenure as a leader, she encouraged women to share their business stories, get answers to questions they had about growing their companies, and made sure that everyone felt at home all the while. Her warmth and generosity were always something members appreciated, even though it backfired big time. So years ago, I was a few months into the role of hosting and I invited a guest speaker who was basically offering the same type of coaching support I was at the time. So fast forward a few weeks after that meetup, I met with one of the attendees at a local Starbucks. We spent most of the time getting to know her and in the last few minutes, she asked me to tell her a little bit about myself. So I gave her a quick 10 minute bio and then she said, if I had known all that, I would have hired you instead. But I thought you were just a mom putting this group together. And I thought, wow, I was so taken back and in disbelief because I couldn't stop thinking, how did I hand over this opportunity? How did I let that happen? 
Here I am, a multi-million dollar producing real estate agent, an entrepreneur who grew up in a family business my entire upbringing, and I'm more than comfortable with selling. How did I let this happen? Ugh, did you just cringe because you too? I see this happen all the time. Women show up, chat away, and never come forward with the reason that they're really there. We tend to want to make sure, first and foremost, that we appear friendly, social, even loving. We want you to be comfortable on your own two feet before we even put our one best foot forward. Everyone else comes first. What Antoinette did was natural. She wasn't quote-unquote on, and she wanted members at her meeting to feel heard. Isn't that right, Antoinette? Well, after much reflection, I realized that I was new to coaching at the time. I wasn't confident in my ask for the business. So naturally, we gain confidence in everything we do as we gain experience over, the, over time. With the art of authentically asking, I wanted to provide women who might be experiencing the same thing that I was then a guide on how to overcome those feelings, how to break free from those limitations that we impose on ourselves. Let me repeat that. We gain confidence in everything we do as we gain experience over time. No one walks into a room born with full confidence that she can sell. I guess that's presuming that you didn't begin your entrepreneurial experience at birth. We need that experience. And we can only get that experience by doing the thing. Antoinette knew who she was and successfully sold so much. But in this venue... She had no prior experience putting it out there in the way that would have helped her get new clients. How did Antoinette manage to move on from that big blunder? One of the first principles I share in the guide is to give meaning to the ask. When we remind ourselves of why we're asking for whatever it is that we are, it fuels us with a strengthened perspective. You know, for many years in my real estate career, My why for getting the business was to sustain a flexible work schedule so I could raise my kids while I earned a livelihood that supported keeping them in a faith-based education. And that why is how I have sustained myself in the industry for as many years as I have through all of the ups and downs. If you don't know why you're selling what you're selling, then we customers won't know either. What else you got, Antoinette? The second principle that I talk about really relates to the scenario I described earlier about my biggest business blunder, and that is understanding your emotional anatomy. Self-awareness is key to knowing where your thoughts and wiring are, especially when pursuing something new and different. And that's what I needed to figure out before I scheduled that meetup, before I brought in someone who was offering exactly what I was. I needed to figure out if I was ready to just hand over that rather than not take that on myself. So this is typically a way to assess when limiting beliefs start to take over, knowing the narrative you're creating around whatever it is you want, whether it's a new job, a new position, a new business venture, et cetera. It's critical to how you move forward. You know, with my business blunder, I was telling myself I wasn't ready to ask for that business. And so I didn't. Instead, I handed it over to someone else. I brought in a coach who was doing exactly what I was doing and just came right out and boldly asked and got someone to hire her. This, this is such good stuff. 
Here's the part where I shout about how much I love that Antoinette is talking about self-awareness and having the right narrative to tell. But how do you know what to tell? You're already telling folks a story right now, I can promise you that. That story could be as simple as, hi, I'm nice, do you like me? Or, I'm really humble, even though I'm really good at what I do, so let me just focus on you right now. There are variations to all of this all around us all the time. When it's time to change your narrative, it gets scary. What if they hate you? What if they don't believe you? What if you sound really stupid? Note to selves, those are all limiting beliefs that Antoinette is talking about. You gotta skip right past all that. It takes practice. If you practice and practice this again, you're gonna get there. Anything else we should talk about, Antoinette? The third principle that I talk about, and that is choosing an empowering mindset. You know, now I check in with myself daily to see where my mindset is at. And depending on the need for whatever or wherever I'm at, I choose which mindset I'm going to shift to. There are moments that I decide I'm going to step into an appreciative mindset. And being in that space elevates me. And that might be enough to boost my confidence and propel me forward in whatever I'm pursuing. So I think that is key for everyone that is pursuing anything that might be different, new, uh, that you're uncomfortable with. Check in with yourself. So basically, you should check yourself before you wreck your opportunities that could be coming your way. I couldn't have said it better, Antoinette. On behalf of everyone listening, I want to thank you for figuring out this tough stuff in public and sharing it with all of us. And they all know that they can work with you if they go to AntoinetteTaylor.com. That's A-N-T-O-N-E-T-T-E-T-A-Y-L-O-R.com. And obviously, everyone listening is going to do that as soon as this episode is over. You don't call. You don't write. Do both. Call or text me at 708-872-7878 or go to jillsalsman.com slash podcast to record a message so that I can talk to you in a future episode. Go to ratethispodcast.com slash why are we shouting and leave a review. It helps other listeners discover my ridiculous stories so that they can build better businesses. Shout out to Antoinette. Amanda, Lindsay, and Aaron for making this podcast with me. And thanks to you for listening. I'll see you next week. Bye.